hair. <laughs> I feel cold, ugly, and dry right now. I feel cold, ugly, old, and dry. <laughs> yeah, cold, ugly, old, and dry. That, that would describe me pretty well. Cold, ugly, old, and dry. That's the story of Kim Kong. I actually like the way this looks in the light, though. Oh, she's Hi. Oh, oh, thank you. See, wow. Um, I'll have another one. I'm a- I knew she was going to say that. She's a glutton for a coffee. Well, I'm a, gl- I'm a slut for caffeine. <laughs> She's a caffeine slut. Sorry, uh, I brought my goat. <laughs> not the goat. Although I might have one sugar. Call me crazy. Oh, she's wild. Don't I'm tell have, Brigham. <laughs> don't tell Brigham. I'm having a little sugar today. I got to do two paws. Ugh. Do you put human sugar in your coffee, I just put a little cream. Here, will you stop real quick? Or oat oh, milk so or cinnamon. Can, there we go. There you go. Yeah. Sorry to be like Beyonce, so but could I maybe get a sugar-free Red Bull too? Oh my God, Sarah. Two coffees and a sugar-free Honey, Red Bull? Honey, I told you I was tired. I'm Watch going through something. Yeah, you're probably going through caffeine withdrawals when you're not on caffeine. That's a lot. <sighs> Is that not a lot? Two coffees and a sugar-free Red Honey, Bull in an hour? That's, I was up until... That's like concerning. This is I'm slow sipping. We're doing two pods. I know, so wait for the second pod for one I'm not going to chug the Red Bull. You ordered three drinks, and we haven't even started the pod yet. Is that rude? Don't drink it's not rude. Well, yeah, thank you, Lee. I'm not thank drink you, shaming Lee. her. She's it unwell. It feels good to be seen. Lee's, Lee wants you to pod here, so he, that's what he wants. That's his goal. Could I have a sugar-free Red Bull when you have a yes, chance? Yes, thank you, Lee. That's crazy. It's too much caffeine. <sighs> okay, Huberman. See, Zave Zaves was on my side, and I'll call him out. I'm sorry, Zaves. Oh, Zave says it's all fine. No, he didn't. That's he my said, sweet, sweet son. He said, you leave him alone. he said, Mama's sick. <laughs> he, he said he could smell it. When I, <laughs> something's wrong with Mama, I can smell it. <laughs> you know those people that can smell sicknesses? Like, what the like fuck dogs. is that? I actually am convinced that sometimes I can smell people, and I really want to tell them to go to the doctor. I yeah, think dude, I, the I think scent I could, of decay. No, I could smell like, um, like specifically some people. I'm like, I think they have cancer. Okay, this is my mentally ill friend. <laughs> I'm serious. She goes and sits down next to someone who, and then she, they have cancer, like a dog. <laughs> I feel like it's more believable that a person can do it. It is weird. Like I feel it's so much weirder that they're like, my dog can smell your tumor. <laughs> yeah, my dog can smell your if tumor. If a person came up to me and said their dog smelled my tumor, I'd be out. Dude, I would trust that more than you. No, dude, dogs have a the I can ha- smell a better when sense are of sick. You're okay for now, but watch the cafe. <laughs> let's start this. We're started. We're doing it. You don't have to always say let's start this. We're always recording. We're always starting. The We're always, always happening. Just be you. My mom and mommy always working. <laughs> it never fucking ends. It never ends. I like. It? I like to wake up one day and not see her. Can Honey, I get two days for that? Same. I'll tell you what. I like when I miss you. <laughs> I like it too. I like when I miss you. I said it feels good. It feels healthy. Welcome to this bitch with Sarah Weinshank and Kim Congdon. You know what's so funny? Okay, this is kind of embarrassing, but I am reading a book on how to be in a healthy relationship right now. Oh. Very healthy. Paul, 
Take out another notepad, a good notepad. She's on the good list. This, take take this out episode. a good, take out the good notepad. And a lot of it <laughs> she reminds me of you. Really? That's so sweet. Yeah, it, it does remind me of you. It's like uh, how couples, it'll like remind me of how we argue. It'll be like, Tom and Lisa <laughs> are in a fight. Yes, they mo- both may be yelling at each other, but it doesn't mean their marriage is on the rocks. They're yelling, <laughs> Tom yells, then Lisa yells, then Tom yells, then Lisa yells. Suddenly, Lisa sticks her tongue out at Tom and they both laugh. I go, that's how me and Sarah <laughs> literally fight. They're like, that's a healthy coping mechanism. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's called... Um, it's called something relief, like fight relief or comic relief or something. Who told you that about this book? The book. Your intuition led you to the book or yes. was it a recommendation from the doc? It, it, <laughs> it was a recommendation from a book recommendation. Like I already got a book and it was under the recommendations. And I was like, I could probably use this. And is it helpful? I just started it, but it did remind me the beginning of me and you. <laughs> We have, a- And I'm reading it for a relationship with someone else, and I'm reading it, and I go, I do do that. Sarah does do that. I know. <laughs> it's really funny. <gasps> I like the comment on our last podcast. Someone said, do they realize that the marriage bit has gone on a little long? Yeah. <laughs> we love like, the marriage bit. It's our favorite bit. It's our identity. Let We're us be married lesbians if we want. Let us be straight lesbians if we want. We like, get be, off our ass. Yeah, we can be straight lesbians. If men can be women and women can be men, we're, we're straight, straight lesbians. We're straight gays. Slurps my, co- my goat milk. <laughs> Let's go camping. I'm a straight gay. Slurps <laughs> my goat milk. You slurp your oat. Slurps our oat and goat. Mm. You know what I did? I fucked up, dude. What'd you oh, do? well, let's intro the podcast. Oh, yeah, we haven't done that. What's up, everybody? We're live from the high With another episode of This Bitch Podcast, live from the Comedy Store Studios. I'm Kim Congdon. And I'm Sarah Weinchank. <laughs> you better be buzzing at us right now. You better now. be fucking buzzing, bitch. Bitch. Um, Honey. I, I, I fucked up. What'd you do? I went, I went, um... For a workout with my 21-year-old sister. And I tried to keep up. That's where I fucked up. What was she doing? Oh, my God, dude. When she works out, it's a nightmare. She works out like like a young man. No. She's at the machine. She's pulling <laughs> weights off. She's lifting weights. Like, when I work out, I like to do, a, you know, I like jujitsu. It's like 45 minutes of cardio and straight fighting and you're done. Yeah. She's, she's walking machine to machine. She's pulling them off. She's lifting, lifting stops another set she like does like the whole just your description of her working out sounds horrible it was and you would think i would like it a little more it was my nightmare no it was my soft girl nightmare really yeah i was like i don't want to lift weights no but you know what weight weight resistance training is really really good no i know she has an incredible body (laughs) so i thought you know what i did because i didn't want to lift weights what i bought those they're like armbands and when you do cardio you just wear them yeah the weights yeah those are nice those are really nice so like they look like little bracelets i fucked up you're so sore dude i am so sore like i can't cough because your abs hurt? Yeah, I have to lower myself onto the toilet because the back of my thighs hurt so bad. Like, I can barely walk. I barely made it. Oh, my God. When I heard I had to park in the driveway here, 
I barely made it down. The, I was shuffling like an inch at a time down the driveway. I'm so sore. I can't. I'm I'm out for a week of working out. What what the fuck? I pulled every muscle and every part of my <laughs> body from the bottom of my ribs to my feet. One time I did some crazy shit like that. I was like, I went from zero to I should go to a rock climbing gym. Okay. With my ex-boyfriend. I was like, let's go to a rock climbing gym. And he, he was like, uh, he was very resistant to the whole idea. But mm-hmm. he, I got him to go. The next day, I couldn't get out, get out of bed. Dude, rock climbing, it's not even that fun. I, I thought, love rock climbing. You should go to a rock climbing gym. I have. Get smoke a little joint, climb some rocks. I have. It was a very fun time. But you can only do it for like 45. Well, I can only do it for like 45 minutes. Because you use all tired. kinds of muscles. Yeah. And then I don't like watching the guys that free climb. I don't know. There's something about it that irks me. There's always no people offense. Like that, I know though. there's free climbers listening right now, and I appreciate that you have a passion. It's a very important thing to have for your mental health. Why are you kissing the ass of the free climbers? Right I don't want to piss off. I don't want to <laughs> piss off the wrong people. You know? Not the free climbers. I'm coming not pissing for off you. the free climbing world. <laughs> they can run. They can grab things fast. Fast. They have good grip. But I also just catch think anyone who there's so many obnoxious people at the gym. Mm-hmm. There's one time there's this fucking crazy anorexic lady. She would get hyped up on the elliptical machine and she'd do this, like really fast like this for like an hour and a half, right? Back and forth like this. And then she'd have a book. Was I'm she like, ripped? She was like a ripped skeleton. Yeah. She would like... Can I tell like, you the no people way. that are doing the craziest workouts, it works for them. But she's also like reading while doing this and like that you're doing too much. Listen How to something. You- How are you taking in knowledge and doing this? I don't know. It's too much. Yeah. Fucking settle down. Yeah, I don't know if this is something Paul should know, but every time I see people reading or crying, it feels fake to me. Crying? Yeah. Take I... note, Paul. That's that's on the naughty list. That's a big list. one? That's a naughty? <laughs> is that a naughty? Uh, you think people are being manipulative with their tears automatically? Yes. Yeah. I just feel like it's not real. They're not really that sad. Well, I guess bl- I have trouble having empathy. I'm like, are you that sad? Did somebody f- fake cry in front of you for well, too long? I guess, yeah, my mom fake cries. <laughs> That's why. Yeah, my mom fake cries. Did your, did your grandma fake cry? Narcissism. My grandma fake cries. Yeah, yeah my mom f- only fake cried. <laughs> yeah. But it was like convincing for so long that now I every time I see someone cry, I'm like, Mm-mm. Not true. Not true. They're like, my baby died. I'm like, sure it did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <sighs> sure. Uh, sure, Jan. You're like, pull it together, bitch. Dude, did you ever see that the 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 Brady movie, the really inappropriate one where the brother and sister slept with each other? Yeah. A very Brady movie, but the brother and sisters fucked each other in I it. I do not remember that. I remember watching a very Brady movie. I do not remember. I remember that they were like in love with each other, but did they, they were fuck? In, right? But they were in love with each it other. It was like something weird, like an incestuous. Yeah, but it was like a bit, like it was like a bit version of the Brady bunch. Do you know what I'm talking about? Was it the actual they, movie? No, because they made the little one have like an extreme lisp. No, that and, sounds amazing. And though. and then the brother and sister kept bumping into each other and being like, <sighs> and like I thought that away. was just the Brady Bunch movie. I thought it was kind of like that. Was it like that? Yeah. This. Yeah, this is just from the movie. Are you sure? Yeah, it was a comedy. I'm just glad mom and dad didn't invite Roy to stay up here. It's crowded enough as it is. Look, Greg, I'm not any happier about this than you are, but we're just gonna have to make the best of it. Oh no. 
Oh, all that separated him is a sheet. A white sheet <laughs> that's see through a sheer sheet. My stepsister at that. See? Uh, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like a bit version of the show. This is not the real Brady Bunch. It's like no, making yeah, fun of them. That The whole movie was like that, though. Right. This is fucked. Look at his wig. <laughs> his wig is like so bad. This was a good movie. Have you seen this one, Xavier? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love when she brushes her hair like that. A very Brady sequel. <laughs> yeah, it's like a hundred times. Yeah. <laughs> I do have a theory that hot girls have nice hair because they brush it a lot and it stimulates the blood in the skull right here. And it grows faster and shinier. I'm not I'm not mad at that theory. That sounds right. It does sound right. Yeah. I have a the- and I also have a theory that hot people chew gum. People that are attractive chew gum more often because their their jaws are like more chiseled. Brad always, Pitt chews a lot of gum. Yeah, and, and a lot and of hot movies. people choose chew gum. Like if you see an ugly person, they're probably not chewing gum. They're <laughs> sucking on a mint. Uglies don't like gum. <laughs> That's why I keep I keep a stick on me. <laughs> I you keep, keep that, that stick on you. I keep a stick on me here too. Uh, did you know that Alice? Look. Yeah, like that, that look guy's at that jawline. That's more yeah. than just gum, dude. Brad Pitt has to have one of the best jawlines in history. He has a jawline that. Brad Pitt's one of the hottest men to ever exist. He is, yeah. He really is. He's undeniably... That looks like fake. Yeah, that's probably his worst year. (laughs) I would say that was his worst year, and he was, like, the youngest. Imagine, like, Brad Pitt is your child, and you have to, like, discipline them, and he's so good-looking. Well, I don't think you see it that way. You're like, you're pissing me off. Get to your room. And he's like, I can't. He gets away with more. I feel like good-looking kids get away with more. You think so? Yeah. It's hard to pun- it's easier to punish an ugly kid. It's easier to punish an ugly. Ah, just hit him. They're ugly. <laughs> just hit him. Take away his iPad. Ugh, look Who's at he him. talking to anyway? If you punish your kid a lot, maybe you need to ask yourself, do I just don't like that my kids are ugly? Do you think there are people out there that know their kids are ugly or everybody finds their own beauty in their own child? I think that you you can know on like a subconscious level that like by societal standards your kid isn't up to par but but you still find them you, beautiful you unconditionally your... love them because they're your child that's really sweet it's literally the definition of only a face a mother could love yeah <laughs> unfortunately yeah that's why that's a thing for a reason that's sweetie that's really sweet yeah mothers are very special to have to see <laughs> through all that ugly wow moms are something special turns out Dude, any kid like getting bullied is so sad to me. I know. I know. Ugh, I could really get get into those. I, classrooms and you see the TikToks yell. now of the kids crying from getting bullied. No, that's your yeah. algorithm. Yeah, they're just crying. Yeah, I bullied one girl in high school, but she tried to suck my boyfriend's dick. What'd you say to her? I just bullied her after. I'd be scared of you bullying. Well, she just tried to. She was my friend, and then she was dating my boyfriend's. She brother. deserved it. She was dating my boyfriend's brother, and I was dating my boyfriend, and we became friends that way. And we'd hang out at the house together. We were like the girlfriends, and then they broke up. And to make her boyfriend mad, she tried to come over and fuck his brother. I said, "Bitch, we're friends." And then we weren't after that. And then we were again. You bullied her, back. and then and then we became friends because she bullied me back, and I liked that. And then and then <laughs> yeah, I respect you. Now. Yeah, I was like, you know what. You try to suck my boyfriend's dick and you were mean to me, you're in. You're my friend. You're my friend. It takes, sometimes this is in the 48 Laws of Power. Sometimes an enemy is a closer friend than a friend. Damn. They owe you something. 
you went through something and they feel like, you know, you, you guys went through something together. You feel like you owe it to each other to be good again. I hate when she recites the 48 Laws of Power. Like, it's the Bible. <laughs> it always trips me out how well she knows it. Yeah, she, it's her Bible. She's like, chapter 2, proverb 3. <laughs> like, what's the happening? Old Testament, <laughs> yeah. my hardcover. Corinthians. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. Cracks my neck. <laughs> when you did it, I was like, maybe I should crack mine, too. I need, like, um to tie, be tied from all my limbs. And, and attached stretched. to a horse, and then they walk slowly away. I like that idea. Yeah. Does anyone have any horses we can borrow? Ponies? Um, have, you, have you guys ever been to a chiropractor? I have, but you know what? The two times I went, I wasn't very impressed. Really? I got cracked, but I cracked myself just as much. And and it was like, they were like, all right, $120. I'm like, but I do that at home. Yeah. I didn't feel any different. Like, it wasn't like it changed my life. I haven't been to a chiropractor, but I have friends who go to, like, $300 chiropractors, and they said it's completely changed their lives. See, there's so many ends of the spectrum. Some people are like, they're kooks. It's, it's dangerous. Your neck will break. Yeah. And then other people are like, I have never been able to live without one. Yeah, I know. So I don't really know. I, I have a friend that owns a practice, and she swears by it, and I know it does help people. I know that there's lots of lawsuits in the chiropractic world. I know though. that too. <laughs> so yeah, so there's it's up in the air. I want to get my back cracked, and I got more than that. We should do a this bitch chiropractor sesh. Yeah, we we should get our backs cracked and on necks camera and everything. Yeah, there, there's a famous guy around where the hot where, guy. Uh, yeah, yeah. The OC I DM'd him. Yeah, the OC chiropractor. Can we pull him up? He's yeah, this guy. He's hot and he cracks you. Oh yeah, can we you get him on him? the podcast? No, let's. Oh, should we bring him on the pod to crack us po on the pod? That, that would be sick. That would be. Sick. And we can learn all about oh. chiropractor, and at the end, we can do our sessions. What? Yeah. So like, okay. And he's hot. Okay, Dr. Alex, come through. Alex, come crack me. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, we're here and we need to be cracked. Ah, I got a crack and all, <laughs> I'm all pent up with cracks. I know, guys. Leave it in the he comments below if you want to see uh, Kim and Sarah visit this chiropractor. Unfortunately, he's got a wife. Yeah, he has got That's a wife. That's all right. That is all right. Can we see his wife? Which, uh, which one is this? Uh, wait, 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 wait. What? It's on related searches, but don't click yet. Before we see his wife, let's guess what she looks like. Blonde. Asian. I really? don't know why he looks like a guy that'd be into Asians. Okay, and he also lives in Orange County. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Did you, you already it? know? No, dude. Wow. No, dude, but he has that face. <laughs> what do you mean? He guys looks, who like Asians. You know Asian the guy that I dated that liked Asian? He gave the same energy. You're right. He does give the same energy of the Asian lover that you dated. Dude. Yeah, in Orange County and a chiropractor, it's all giving Asian. He might not come on after we say this. <laughs> but we're not saying anything wrong. I just guessed what I you'd know. like. I know. Come come defend yourself, man. Yeah, come defend yourself. Come defend Fuck yourself. Sarah. Man. <laughs> no. Oh, sorry. He has a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a wife. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm dating someone and I'm a lady. Come crack me, though. Come crack me, though, too. Come through and not crack Not mama us and though. mommy dating at the same time. This is something new that's never happened with us. And it it usually and what they're both from Texas. They're both from Texas. We're both dating Texas guys, and they're not in the industry. And we didn't meet them in Texas. And we didn't. And they don't know each other. And they grew up twenty minutes away from each other. Whoa, it's crazy. It is kind of crazy. 
Yeah, we're normally never in a relationship at the same time. Not normally. We have never <laughs> in 11 years been in a relationship at the same time. Normally, never. I'm calling you. It's like, it's the worst day of my life. He left me. And I'm like, I got to go. I'm in love. <laughs> Click. I'm, go I'm going to <laughs> and, Jamaica. <laughs> yeah. And then I'll call you. I'm like, it's over. It's over. <laughs> I found 17 pair of underwear in my drawer. <laughs> and you're like, got to go. I'm in Palm Springs. Click. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's literally been our relationship <gasps> for the longest. Yeah. And uh, now we're now. What do we do? Now do we, we double date? We probably should. We should double date one time. <laughs> what do Why we do? Why are you saying it like you're an alien? Well, what do we do? Do we double date? Like you heard do about we it yesterday? Double date? <laughs> like you just heard about double dating yesterday? Well, I'm trying <gasps> to think of what we should do. I don't know. Anything? Dinner? Uh, not more time with each other. Well, there'll be barriers. That's kind of nice. We'll be and we'll be more feminine, and <laughs> we will. We'll, we will oh be like, my god! It'll actually be nice to hang out together and not have to lift things. Yeah, I might be able to enjoy you when I'm not picking up your things <laughs> like I'm your husband <laughs> and fixing things for you. You can have someone else do that. Not double date ideas. Oh hell yeah! Okay, we can have an at home cooking session. That sounds fun. Okay, you know where we're gonna be, sweetie, in the kitchen, sweetie, Baref <laughs> barefoot. Catch us in the barefoot in the kitchen. What would we make if we had an at home cooking session? Maybe chili. Oh, for the Texas, that's a good thing to make two Texas men. <laughs> chili? I feel, I feel like that's smart, too. I feel like you can get them, like, secretly to just do it for you. Because they'll be like, oh, I'll make the chili. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we just cut the sides. We cut the vegetables or whatever. I almost said fruit. <laughs> whatever the fuck goes Never. on. I brought the crackers. <laughs> I brought the cheddar. Oh, we could hit up a film festival. Nah. <laughs> Fly through the sky in a trapeze class. Okay, can you imagine the four of us doing a trapeze class? That's here? fucking insane. Me catch it. Shanks, catch me. <laughs> acrobatics? Casual <laughs> acrobatics on a double D? Casual acrobatics is an, is an absolute insane suggestion. Su that's a nuts thing to suggest for a double date. Do you not agree? It's yeah. on brides.com slash double dates ideas. No. <laughs> yeah. Not maybe trip. maybe we're not living dangerously enough. Maybe like, we need I to do like a trapeze. you guys almost did this one, right? Because uh, we played Mafia the other night, but Kim didn't have her, uh, her guy with her. That's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Me and your guy teamed up on Mafia. We were in the murderers together and we killed you off. I'm sorry. Immediately. Immediately. But we knew it was smart. We knew if we killed you <laughs> off, it would be, you wouldn't think we'd kill you. <gasps> Sacrifice. Yeah, we had to. Pick your fruit at the nearest. Okay, orchard. this is or for like small town bitches. Yeah, yeah, we're not going to an orchard. An orchard. Orchard. I don't know. I don't say the word too often, but we're not going. <laughs> we're not going to an orchard and going apple picking. That's a Come little on, too apple pick. That's a little too little house on the prairie for mama. Catch us going apple picking, and then what? They, then the they apples. expect the apple pie and honey. It ain't happening. It ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when we were both single and we would look at the apps and and if a guy came up that didn't, that didn't match with us, we'd go, he don't, he don't want, want me. <laughs> we'd look at it be like, oh, he don't want me well, either. It'd be a cute guy and we'd go, ooh, and we'd click like and it'd just go away. It usually matches if they match with you and we'd be like, oh, oh he, don't he don't want me. me. And we just kept doing it. It was really him. sad. We're just not, he don't want me again. He don't want me neither. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And then I'd go lower my standard. I'd go, this one's medium ugly and I'd like it. I'm like, God damn it, he don't want me neither. Nothing hurts more than lowering your standards and being like, I got this one in the bag and you don't. It's crazy. 
Isn't that weird, though, how, like, certain people are just attracted to certain people? Like, sometimes you just go on a date with someone and you're like, I feel literally nothing for to And you. they could be attractive. Yeah. A lot of the times they could be attractive. They could be cool. They could be, like, on the books, perfect. And you're like, you're for someone else. Like, literally, you are for someone else. I don't, yeah. I don't know whose husband I'm hanging out with. <laughs> it ain't you, mine. You are a husband, but you ain't mine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, catch on the flip side, sweetie. Yeah. Yeah, that that's one thing where I feel like the smell will factor in. Like I feel like that's happened before. Like so attractive, mm. and then I'm like, but I just hate the way you smell. Yeah, if you don't like the way someone smells, stop ignoring that. Ugh, you have a weak, recessive little baby. Do you have a little allergy baby like me? <laughs> baby that can't. You'll have a baby that can't eat trout. <laughs> <laughs> like me and Sarah. Yeah. Uh, let's take a second from the podcast and talk about our sponsors. It's motherfucking Schedule 35. You know them, you love them. When it comes to microdosing or macrodosing, there's only one brand that we trust. It's Schedule 35. My favorite is the dark chocolate raspberry bar. That's mine too right now. It hits. It's I, so good. Just it's such one. a good company. I have different favorites. I know the teas are really good. I can't decide. The teas are good. Their capsules are good. I love their superdose capsules. That's mm. my personal favorite. My favorite right now is that dark chocolate raspberry chocolate bar. I can't get a fucking enough of it. It's so good. It's really good if you want to get into microdosing and you don't know where to start and you want to start small. Um, it's a really good company for that. But I also, if you want to go hard, it's good for that too. We've done it both and we have a great time with Schedule 35. I love the feeling. Um, for me, I've fully replaced drinking with it. Um, and, um, yeah, I love it. And I think you will too. Check out the comments. Our fans really, really, really enjoy the product. So I think you guys will too. Schedule35.co, discount code TB15. Make sure you tell them we sent you. All right, let's get back into the butt. Thank you so much for this treat, Xavier. Let's talk about our sponsors for a moment. It's Smochi Melts. We're buttery, we're wet. We're the kind of girls you want to pet. We're mochi girls. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're mochi girls. Guys, this 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 lube is not like any other lube. This is fucking, look at these. This is the lube baton of lube. It is beautiful. It is classy. The colors are sleek. They're um, discreet. Discreet. That's the word I was looking for. Discreet, sleek, high end. This is this is uh, this is lube with class. Decadent lube. Decadent lube. Luxurious lube. Luxurious luxurious lube. It tastes so good. Honestly, you could just this is my favorite. Honestly, put it on top. Oh, oh no, not the. Can I get a paper towel? I ooh, I lubed on the the, but luckily it's water based, so it won't stain. That's awesome. Yeah. Guys, if you're looking for a good Valentine's Day gift mm. for your lover, for your for your lover. Yeah. I was what like, else? I was gonna say brother, and I was for like, your maybe lover, not your brother. <laughs> Get some lube, guys. It makes such a great gift and it can really seal the deal. Yeah, it's perfect time romantic for Valentine's night. Day. Make sure you use our promo code TB15 to get 15% off your order. Sex is better when it's wetter. Whoa. Let's get back into the show. I wonder if my mom liked the way my dad smelled. Well, I think so, because you don't have any severe allergies. That's true. I have one severe allergy. It's trout. Yeah, so your dad might have threw out a fart that scared your mom <laughs> once or twice. But besides that, she was good. My dad's farts <laughs> smell like trout. Yeah. And so you're allergic to trout in turn. I like to think that. <laughs> Old Steve and his trout farts. Steve and his trout farts. Our poor parents that are on these pods, like, unwillingly. So, like, leave us out of your sickness. Please. I don't want everyone in the world imagining me trout farting, Sarah. <laughs> I'm a respectable man with a job. <laughs> You're like, but daddy, I'm an artist. I'm doing my art for the world to see, daddy. The, how could the world live without this? <clears throat> trout farts. 
<laughs> so stupid. Like, I mean, last episode, I literally tried to armpit fart. Like, the art we're putting out, beautiful. The art we're putting out. Mm-hmm. It just keeps on giving. It keeps on. One thing about art, it gonna keep giving. It's giving art. This pod, giving art. <laughs> it's giving Basquiat. Giving Basquiat. Basquiat. You hate him. I don't hate Basquiat. I hate people that like art because it's cool. I think that a lot of Basquiat's art, if it was on the side of the road, you wouldn't even look at it twice. You know what I do like about Basquiat's art? Mm -hmm. Because I will agree that what he's doing isn't like, whoa. But the, his colors, like he'll put like the colors that he chooses to put together look really good next to each other. It I, makes a big I difference. do agree. And I don't say I hate his art. I do like his art. I just don't like it particularly more than most other art. It's like the art. I see art on TikTok that I like just as much as I like Basquiat. I used to really like this artist. Is that crazy? No. No. I can buy a painting that I love just as much as a Basquiat painting for probably $200. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You don't have to love every artist. You can appreciate them and not love them and think they're the best. But there is this one artist, Keen. He made those big eyes. Did you ever see the big eye movie? Mm-mm. He made like, they were like kids with like big eyes. What? And they, um, it was popular, I think, in the 60s or 70s. And I used to really think that they were cute. And then I found out that his wife was the one in the basement that was painting them. And he was writing his name on them. Mm-mm. And it was this whole thing. Oh, and my they're God. All they're like, so cute. But, the, but then when you know. Knowing. Yeah, now that you know that his wife was locked up in the basement. Oh, my God. She's so sad. She's so sad. Sometimes they'll be crying. You got to see the movie. It's fucking crazy. That's insane, Sarah. He would lock her in there. And I used to think they were so sweet and so cute. And now I just like think they're scary and sad and dark. They are scary and sad. But that makes me like that art. That's real art. That's like someone that was really putting. This is like, this is better than Basquiat to me. Like that is like that whole story is better art than any than most art. It's crazy. right? That's crazy. Yes. You're, You're just in the basement and your husband's fucking out making pretending like he's painting them. Oh, that is sick. I love it. You're locked in the basement writing punchlines for your husband. Fuck, man. Not the punchlines. <laughs> That's what it would be like. Isn't that dark? Yeah. Anyways. I'd start making them bad. He'd <laughs> be like, she should have say I farted. She has, yeah. <laughs> That's the punchline. I farted. Go out, so, do it, babe. So I hate having the smallest dick and the hottest wife. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Boy, does that suck. Knock, knock. Who's there? My wife in the basement. Help her. Help her. This is not a bit, but I wrote it as a bit. Help her. (laughs) He just recites it like a monkey, not knowing. (laughs) Like a parrot or something. Fuck, dude. That's crazy. That'll stay with you, right? That'll stay with you. The children with the big sad eyes. Can't you see yourself getting kidnapped and having Stockholm? If it was a comfortable place and, and it was in nature. Okay, okay. This is how I could see myself having Stockholm. Okay. If my pantry was full. Pantry full times. and you were in nature. And with you had, with and really dog, good food. And you had your dog. And I had my dog. And he's like, you you can never leave me. You're my wife now. And he's ugly. And y'all don't vibe, but his dick's good. So when you fuck, you can ignore it. I'm giving you the full situation. Is he, he nice? He's not really that nice, but he kind this of... This is horrible. Hold on. By the way... I'm setting, up a, I'm setting up a situation. He's not that nice. He's not mean. He's a little cold with you. He comes in and kind of just fucks you and then leaves you alone the rest of the time. 
Okay. I've dated this man. <laughs> he's not that nice. He's cold. He fucks you and then he leaves. <laughs> You're like, I've been with him. I've been with him for so on and off for many years. That's um, so funny. Yeah. Since I've already been with this man, I think that uh, right. I could avoid it in the future. <laughs> Hopefully. I'd be in there. You'd be in there? Yeah, you had me at nature and naps. <laughs> nature, naps. And left alone. And a pantry. Oh, with a, with an okay dick. With a good dick and good a horrible dick. personality. Good dick, bad personality, full pantry, I'm in. <laughs> no. I'm in. But then, like, don't you want to be able to connect with him on a deeper level? No, that's what the dog's for. Okay. I, I see what you're doing here. Well, do you have a child with the man who has you? There son? we go. You think he's going to help with that? Maybe that'll warm his cold little kidnapping heart up. But that's the problem. We think we can change these cold little oh, kidnappers. Yeah. And can't. guess what? We can't. We can't. We can't. You're that right. going to warm up that cold kidnapper's heart, dude. You're right. <gasps> wow, dude. <sighs> Fuck, you're right. I just went through a whole thing with you. I know. This, my therapist uh, <laughs> My therapist taught me that. Paul, write down her therapist thing. Dr. Murray Brown, thank you for making Whoa, me realize you cannot name. change. Oh, my God. You cannot change, man. He has to change himself. The only person Not you can change. Not our therapist being M Murray and Paul. <laughs> the only person you could change is the person looking back at you in the mirror. Okay, that's a little too. Profound? Yeah. Yeah, you weren't ready. Well, it's not even profound. It's a little too, like... Hack? Yeah, it's like the opposite of profound. It's like the first profound thing I ever heard. Yeah, but, you know, sometimes <laughs> the first profound thing you ever heard is the most profound thing, and you're just trying to be too deep. All right, really quick. That, I agree on. I, I think you, I think you guys are on a roll. Could, can I get you guys a look into your cameras? Uh, can, we, can we get a couple of deep quotes? Okay, Sarah, you go first. <laughs> now I have nothing. <laughs> no, no, no. Come, on, come on, come on. Give me something. Teach me something in the cam. Mm -hmm. um, persistence is the key to excellence. Sometimes it's not about the journey. Sometimes it's about the ending. I think that's backwards. Something about the destination. <laughs> okay. And then uh, once one more. Another one? Mm -hmm. One more. What feels like the end may just be the beginning. <clears throat> the sigh. He just did like a, a sigh like he was impressed. I'm wowed. actually very nervous. Yours are really good. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Piper had a pick and pick. <laughs> A peck of pickled peppers, Peter Piper had. If Peter had a peck of pickled peppers, <laughs> how many pickled peppers Peter Piper have? That's a Peter Piper inspirational. Oh Not me panicking. <laughs> Peter Piper. I started panicking too. It felt suddenly so unnatural. You're like persistence is an excellent ski. I'm like, Sandy sells seashells by the seashore. <laughs> it's not even Sandy, it's Sally. <laughs> It doesn't Who matter. Who cares? And this bitch is an entrepreneur, if we think about it. She's selling seashells by the seashore. I mean. She is. She's an entrepreneur. Don't sleep on her. Don't just sleep on her. She's going to get money. One there's, thing about Sally, she's going to get that cash. She don't care if she's by the seashore. She says, I don't care if there's ones for free right here. These for sale, they're valuable. <laughs> I am Sally by the seashore. <laughs> Sally sells seashells by the seashore. Other people are enjoying the sea, not Sally. She's out there hustling, trying to grind, trying to make a dollar. Do you think that Sally and Peter Piper p fucked? 
Um, I just don't know in what timeline th- they would have crossed. Well, paths. okay, she was coming home to deposit <laughs> her money in the bank account from selling seashells by the seashore. He was on his way home with a peck of pickled peppers. <laughs> yeah. He said, "Hey, I really like those shells. I wish I had some cash." And she said, "Well, I do have a hankering for a pickled pepper." One and one thing, thing led, led to, to another, next, and then they're fucking sixty ing just like that. Just like that, Sally and Peter. Piper. Peter Piper. Sally, Sally Piper. Piper. Damn. You know which one I don't like? Miss Muffet. Oh, yeah, because that fat bitch is always on her tuffet. <laughs> <laughs> Eating her curds and whey. whey. Ew. All, also, I'm allergic to whey. <laughs> curds? Curds I could do. It's cottage cheese? I think it's, yeah. It, isn't yeah, it yeah, cottage it's like, cheese? It's like, uh, like, like hardened Dude, were they on drugs when they wrote that? Miss Muffet. I know. Sat on her tuffet. That's good. That's good. Let me hit the joint. What was she eating? Curds. Uh, curds. What do you have a can- hankering for? <laughs> curds and whey. <laughs> can you imagine waking up and being Miss Muffet and going, oh, I think I might have a little curds and whey. <laughs> yeah. Let me call my old, my little friend up that lives in her shoe to see if she made anything today. <laughs> I like to think that they all live in the same world. Like the old lady who lived in a shoe. Yeah. Who had so many children. I was thinking, but that's so weird they brought that up because I was thinking about that today. I was like, is that a message about uh, population control? control? Yeah. How does it go? There was an old lady, lady who, who lived, lived in, in a shoe, shoe who had so many children, she didn't know, know what, what to do. do. Poor lady. She was going through postpartum, obviously. And she's got like, Let's break this down. She's living in a boot. In a boot. I mean, someone. <laughs> someone check on check on your friends. Check, check on, on your the friends. mothers in your life. <laughs> check on the mothers in your life. Make sure they're not living in a boot currently. There was an old woman who lived in a shoe. Oh, whoa, this is dark. She had so many children, she didn't know what to do. She gave them broth without any bread and whipped them all soundly and put them to bed. What? Yeah, I, I, she whipped. Wait, she she, she had beat. them living in a shoe, starved <laughs> them, whipped them, gave them broth, and put them to bed. <gasps> this woman's abusive. I mean, she might be going through something, but either way, Paul. I, that's not me. I know, but we need Paul to reach out to see P- to Child Protective Services. <laughs> Paul, you know what to do, Paul. Paul, Paul this is Miss <laughs> Muffet's friend. Miss <laughs> the old lady who lived, lived in, in a shoe. shoe. She's also an old lady. So how does she have kids. all these kids? Well, she had them all. They're all mostly living. So there must be a few freeloaders still there that are in their thirties. Maybe those are the ones she's whipping to bed. You can't be whipping your thirty-year-old to bed. It just <laughs> seems. <laughs> That seems wrong. You're right. Yeah, it's more sexual. Now there's yeah. weird things happening in this shoe. Yeah. Honey, don't go under the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> That's where mommy and the eldest brother play. <laughs> Not under the tongue of the shoe. <laughs> <gasps> Ugh. And like, think about it. It's probably an old shoe. If yeah. it's an old woman, I feel like the shoe's not new. If Okay, if you could live in a shoe... I feel like this is, a, this is like a nightmare podcast. If you could live in a shoe... Yeah. What part of the shoe are you living in? The uh, the base where your foot goes. So I just use that as a little bed. Where the back of your foot goes? Or where the, the sole of your foot goes. The uh, sole's the whole bottom. I want to live on the whole bottom of the, the shoe. The whole bottom floor. Like in the shoe on the bottom floor. Yeah, like that's my bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. I'd like to go top of tongue under shoelace. Call me crazy. And That is. It's, it's very padded. Yeah, it's I very padded. Depends on the shoe, though. The tongue? Have you ever seen an unpadded tongue? You ever I had mean, a flat I, tongue on a shoe? I'm looking at my Converse right now, and it doesn't look uh, like the most padded. You're right. 
depends on the shoe. You're right. You know what? Maybe that's why she was hitting her kids. She hadn't slept in a while. There's not a lot of places to sleep when you live with multiple kids in a shoe. I mean, living with multiple kids in a shoe sounds like a nightmare. You know that, like, most nursery rhymes are, like, depressing, right? Like, Ring Around the Rosie, isn't that about, like, dying? Dying. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's about the Black Plague. Pocket What's, full of posy. What is what that? What is posy? A flowers? It's, a, it's like a flower. It's, like, it's supposed to, like, Funeral? make you smell good. Oh. It's like a like potpourri. <laughs> Oh, because maybe the death, smell of death was yeah, all around them. Exactly, it, exactly. It. What's ring around the rosy? So, like when you had the black plague, you would get a little red bump, and then as you got sicker, the the bump would get a little ring around it. Ring around That's the rosy, pocket full of posies, ashes, ashes. We all fall down. We're all gonna die. Because then you'd uh, you'd scab up so bad, and then your it would flake. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I've had it. Dark. I think we're done. What about Goldilocks? That seems benign. No, just a white lady freeloader, tale as old as time. Getting what she got, what she should have had coming to her the whole time. <laughs> Not the white lady freeloaders. This chair is too small. Not the Karen. Karen. It's she's a fucking Karen that came into a bear's home and complained that <laughs> the bear's furniture wasn't good enough for her. This fucking cunt. She Goldilocks. Is. Goldilocks is a cunt. She's a cunt. Oh, your porridge is too cold. It's not your porridge. It's literally... I spit. <laughs> but then, You're getting so mad passion. at Goldilocks. It's not your porridge. But I do... There is something satisfying when she goes, this one's just right. Like, that is satisfying. To get one that's just right, yeah. Yeah, finally, the bitch got what she wanted, you know? Oh, that's also tale as old as time. A white bitch getting what she wants. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then what about Humpty Dumpty? First of all, what's up with the name? Humpty Dumpty. He's Humpty. like, is he an egg? No, never in the thing does it say he's an egg. Humpty Dumpty sat on the wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. All the king's, king's horses, horses and, and all, all the king's, king's men couldn't, couldn't put, put Humpty, Humpty together, together again. I think they just made him an egg because the thought of a man being dismantled from falling off a wall and not being able to put together is a little jarring for kids. Can you just Google is Humpty Dumpty an egg? I have a, but my, my, well, he's an egg like, What's a, what's the meaning behind Humpty Dumpty? A short and clumsy person. I could be a Humpty Dumpty. Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> Shanky Dumpty. Um, uh, Humpty Dumpty referred to a drink of brandy boiled with ale. Riddled, probably exploited for misdirection. The fact that Humpty Dumpty was also 18th century replic replicative replicative rep can you help me with that reduplicative <laughs> reduplic reduplicative reduplicative yeah reduplicative <laughs> slang for a short and clumsy person okay someone says see this is why I want what I want to know is Humpty Dumpty an egg yes, yes or, or no, no. <laughs> that person wanted an answer immediately <laughs> nowhere in the rhyme does it say he's an egg good news your entire childhood has been a lie turns out Humpty Dumpty from one of your favorite nursery wasn't an egg yeah they were saying that so they didn't upset the children. My nephew likes Humpty Dumpty, and, you know, he falls and he cracks his head. So when he sees bald people, because he he he, he contributes bald people to eggs, like the shape of their heads, because yeah. the cartoon's a bald guy. So if he sees a bald person, he'll go, that's a crackhead. No. But he means crackhead like an egg that cracks. No. Yeah. So when he, he calls old, bald people crackheads because <laughs> he's calling them eggs, essentially. That's so funny. You look like a crackhead. She said, my sister put a bald filter on herself one time. And he said, you look like a crackhead. No. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Humpty Dumpty's got a dark fucking story. All of them do. Are there any good ones? Oh, Jack and Jill. 
ran up the hill to fetch a pill. Oh, no. no. <laughs> Jack fell down. Oh, no. Broke his crown. Is that his head? No, I think he was like a little king. Oh. Or something. Jill, a little prince. And Jill come tumbling after. Up Dude. got Jack and home he ran. As fast. Whoa, I don't know the second you never part. Heard the <laughs> I only know the first Whoa, line. Are you Do you know the second part? No, I did not know. Oh, let me blow your mind. Right? <laughs> I can't. I can't. Okay. Jack and Jill went up the hill to fetch a pail of water. Jack fell down and broke his crown, and Jill came tumbling after. Up got Jack and home he ran as fast as he could caper. There his mother filled his head with vinegar and brown paper. Ew. Vinegar and brown paper? I think she was trying to heal his wound. And Can we Whoa. look up the whole thing? Because make sure I got that right. Yeah, yeah. I have never heard As fast that. as he could caper. What does that mean? Am I saying that right? I mean, listen. There his mother filled his head. When you said it, it seemed like something that you have known for a long, long time. Well, like a prayer. Like a, like a family Father, prayer. Our art in heaven, hallowed, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us for our trespasses as we forgive those. And lead us not into temptation. Who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power well, I, I and the think, glory. I think Lee's going to be able to check Forever and ever. What? Amen. No. Oh, I was like, I thought you knew that practice. I did not. <laughs> Jack and Jill went up the hill to fetch a pail of water. Jack fell down and broke his crown, and Jill came tumbling after. Jack got up and home did trot as fast as he could caper to old Dame Bob, who patched his knob. Knob? With vinegar and brown paper. Did he get diddled? No, knob is your head. Oh. Right? Slob on my knob? Like corn on the cob? I don't think he's talking about his head. <laughs> Um, Jack and Jill went up the hill to fetch a pail of water. Jack fell down and broke his crown, and Jill came tumbling after. Yeah. But the one I heard is, up, Jack got Jack, and home he ran as fast as he could caper. There his mother patched his head with vinegar and brown paper. <gasps> what? Is, I've never seen the word caper used like this. As far as I'm concerned, it's like a little pickle dot that you put I on a bagel. capers. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Did, can we look up the, world, the word caper? Yeah, what does caper mean? As fast as he could run or move? I don't know. I'm trying to use the context clues. but I'm Okay, well, we never got through Little Miss Muffet. She sat on her tuffet. First of all, that's her ass, right? She's she, lazy yeah, bitch just sitting on her ass, eating yeah. curds and whey. I'm on my that's tuffet lazy right now, fat. bitch. What? I'm on my tuffet right now. Yeah, honey, I'm so, I stay sitting on my tuffet. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Little it, I'm going to sit on my sat tuffet. On her tuffet, eating her curds and whey. Along came a spider that sat down beside her. And frightened Miss Muffet away. There's got to be more to that story. Little Miss Muffet, full story, Zaves. Sorry. Sorry, I'm throwing a lot at you. I saw the Tuffet. I processed it. I didn't mention it, but I processed okay. it for myself. <laughs> My ADD went, yep, that's a Tuffet. Now we need to know the whole story. The whole story? Why, well, what's the whole point of that story? It's a nothing story. I could write that story. Little Miss Sarah said on her hair. <sighs> Eating her fucking granola and oats. Okay, wait. Miss Muffet, it is said, was the daughter of, of Dr. Thomas Muffet, a famous 16th century <laughs> scientist who studied insects. Mm. Little Miss Muffet sat on her tuffet, eating her curds and whey. There came a great spider who sat down beside her and frightened Miss Muffet away. Not her dad being... Daddy is a scientist, so now she gets a song. Oh, this fucking nepotism bitch. It was well, a, what's the... Wait, listen to her name was Patience. The girl's name was Patience. That's funny. They should have included that in the damn song. Yeah. Patience Muffet? Little Miss Patience <laughs> sat on her tuffet. <laughs> <laughs> Who was Dr. Muffet? Patient? 
Patience Muffet. Wait, Imagine they're taking. On. Can we find the whole thing? They're taking role. They're like, okay, oh, Jack like, Smith, like, Patience Muffet, full. Patience, Patience Muffet. Here. Do we have a Patience Muffet here? She's studying an insect with a magnifying <laughs> glass. Here, <laughs> Patience Muffet was scared of tuffets. Patience Muffet was scared of spiders, even though her stepdaddy was a scientist. Oh, God. This is the uh, longer version that I... I've Little Miss Muffet sat on a tuffet eating her curds and whey. Along came a spider who sat down beside her and frightened Miss Muffet away. Little Miss Muffet sat on a tuffet eating her bread and jam. Along came a cider while she was drinking cider and she ran away and her shoes fell off. That does, that's okay, horrible. Hold on. The, hold on. That, it, that, that's not right. No. It doesn't even rhyme. No, but I guess that's it. Oh, Little Miss Muffet. Little Miss Muffet there looks like Big Miss Muffet. <laughs> she looks like she's been eating more than curds and whey, <laughs> sweetie. She's been a little, putting a little too much sugar in her curds. <laughs> yeah, that's our episode, baby. Is it? Holy shit, that went so fast. Yep. All right, Sarah, where can people find you? At Princess Shank on Instagram. What date does this come out? The... the This is the last Monday of January. So the 29th. The 29th. I am coming to Chicago. That's Whoa. right. I will be in Chicago. I believe it's the 16th and 17th. Is that a Friday, Saturday? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, link at Princess Shank in my Instagram bio. And uh, you can follow me at Princess Shank for more show dates. You can find me here every Monday on this bitch and every Wednesday on Shank. Patreon.com slash Sarah Weinshank for the bonus contact content for those thirst traps come through hell yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah um guys i have show dates that i am not ready <laughs> for currently um you guys can follow me on twitter at kimberly congdon on instagram at kim congdon patreon.com slash queen kong one um you can check out my podcast the kim congdon takeover i will be in i think this is minnesota have you ever been to the crystal ballroom no. I'm doing the Crystal Ballroom. I'm going to, oh, Massachusetts, even better. I'm going to be at Massachusetts 524. Check that out, kimcongdon.com for show dates, buy tickets. Let's sell that bitch out. Hell and, yeah. Um, check out my special. What date is this going to come out? The 29th. February? January. January. Um, In two weeks, my special comes out, Childless Milf, so keep a lookout for that. Fuck yeah. We'll see you next week. Bye. 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 